0: All right, grab your Bibles if you will, and turn with me to Luke chapter fourteen. Luke chapter now, what kind of fun. We actually just got to have a preview of the worship album that's coming from Four Hundred Six United. That's hilarious. that's great. So that was Megan that sang. She led here a couple times this last summer, yeah. and uh, and so actually that was a, a song that was written less than a year ago, right here in Bozeman. And so we, we get that to enjoy um, and get to enjoy that uh, but. So it's coming out. I'll show you a picture later, but we just actually just wrapped on the music video. So in a, in a few months we'll be actually to worship with the video instead of just the picture of a table. So, <laughs> so turn with me, if you will, to Luke chapter 14. We're going to be in 15 through25 to24.) <clears throat> When one of those who was reclined at the table with them, actually, I'm going to go a little bit before because we're going to be talking about this section before. Verse 12, he also said to the one who had invited him, when you give a lunch or a dinner, don't invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors because they might invite you back and you would be repaid. On the contrary, when you host a banquet, invite those who are poor, maimed, lame or blind and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. When one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to them, Blessed is the one who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he told them, "Hmm." A man was giving a large banquet and invited many. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who were invited, Come, because everything is now ready. But without exception, or from from one, one voice to another, They all began to make excuses. The first one said to him, Oh, I I, I have bought a field and I must go and see it. I ask you, oh, please excuse me. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to try them out. I ask you to excuse me. And another said, well, I just got married and therefore I'm unable to attend. So the servant came back and reported these things to his master. Then in anger, the master of the house told his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the alleys of the city and bring in the poor, maimed, blind, and lame. Master, the servant said, what you, what you ordered has been done, and there's still room. Then the master told the servant, All right, go out into all the highways and hedges and make them come in so that my house may be filled. For I tell you, not one of those people who were invited will enjoy my banquet." Lord Jesus, we pray this morning that you would open up your words to us, that you would show us the goodness of your word and the goodness of that which you are inviting us into, Lord. Lord, show us that we may taste and see that you, Lord, are good and that we may give glory and praise to you, Jesus Christ, and to the Father, to the Holy Spirit. We thank you so much for all these things in your word. Open them to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Have you ever been left out? <laughs> right. So it was one time I was, I was going to, I uh, had a group of friends, and we all had Disneyland passes. We had the annual passports to, to Disneyland. And we would go, with, go there and hang out and everything. And so there was a group of friends that was going to go, and they, they didn't have passes, but they said, you know, I told them, I was like, hey, I've got this pass, I'd love to go with you guys, just let me know whenever you're going to go, you're going to go. And so they were, because they were talking about going to Disneyland that weekend. And so then, I didn't hear anything from them. I didn't hear anything from them. And uh, asked me, hey, what, do, what do you guys, are you guys, you guys going to go to Disneyland? They're like, eh, probably not. We'll probably just stay home or go, go do something together as, as friends. And then I see on Facebook that they went to Disneyland. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And so there's this, like, you hear, you hear that, you feel that feeling. You've, you've been left out. There's, there's times where we've been left out in our lives from different relationships and associations and and occasions like this right um you feel hurt have you ever tried to organize or coordinate um a a, like an an event or a dinner or an adventure or something you know something like that and you know that you were super excited about you're like yes this is going to be awesome you're putting all the planning into it and buying all the all the food and like making all the plans and all this stuff making all the reservations and you open up the invitation, and then no one shows up. How, how do you feel? Disappointed. Disappointed. You're like, ah, this would have been epic. Actually, it was epic, because we still enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Have you ever been invited to something that you were, and you decided at your last minute, oh, I'm not going to go. Call up. <coughs> I'm sick. Oh. You know, what other? You know, I I've got to organize my sock drawer tonight. Oh, oh shampooing my hair. Yeah. <laughs> shampooing my hair. What are some of the other excuses that you've given? Like maybe like not not to go somewhere or not to go on a date or or some of those like excuses. My dog's sick. My dog's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Laundry day. <laughs> Laundry day. <laughs> I hurt uh, myself. I hurt myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all out of excuses. Yeah, I'm all out of excuse. <coughs> I'm sick. Right. But then you see it afterwards, like, you know, then afterwards you see all the pictures and things from the event and it was amazing. And you were like, ah, oh, darn it. Totally bummed I should have gone. I missed out. Well, there was a couple of occasions. I mean, there was a time when we were living in Midvale, um, in Idaho and, uh, I got invited to be the chauffeur for this, for this dinner, for this banquet, this, uh, fundraiser banquet for this golf tournament. That was going on to raise money for the the you know the trail um this rails to trails project that Amberlyn's grandmother and aunt shirley had uh, had participated in and so they were invited to the banquet because they had raised a bunch of money for it and it was like sponsored by albertson's because it's based out of boise and i was like oh how cool could this be you know went went out, went down there with them as their chauffeur i was like All right, I'll, I'll go as a chauff- chauffeur whatever you know have some dinner cool yeah whatever it was so cool it was, like, open bar. Like, they had, like, all these, like, different, like, bar, you know, bars. Completely free. You know, you go go in there and, like, just, like, got these beautiful centerpieces. All of the silverware. You know what I'm talking about. You know, like, 14 forks and, like, <laughs> they had, like, the custom-made dessert by Hershey's for that banquet. Like, flat iron steak, all sorts of stuff. All the goodies. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. It was incredible. And not only that... But then Amberlynn's favorite, one of Amberlin's favorite bands shows up as the show at the end. Uh, the band Perry is what it was called. And they were so good. Like, I got to the point where I was like, I was really enjoying this group. And they were there live. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so like I show up to this thing that i think thinking it's going to be kind of like whatever. I don't really know what to expect. And it was incredible, right? <clears throat> Invited to something and it turns out to be just amazing. You know what I'm talking about here? Um... <clears throat> Like even last year, I got to go and be a part of the worship writing retreat Right. that wrote that song last year, yeah. right? And I got to be, got, you know, it was just such an amazing thing. I was like, eh, this could be kind of cool, but like, it's incredible. Like it's an amazing experience. Like still to this day, it's still going, right? We're still able to enjoy it today. We just finished recording. That's why my voice is, is hoarse because I was. we were all worshiping like crazy for two nights straight for like 12 hours, you know? This is an incredible experience. And so this is what we're seeing here in, in, this, in this instance here. Is Jesus is, this is the, we're, the setting, let, let me remind you. We are at the Shabbat dinner still. <laughs> this is the, basically the, the context of this entire chapter is the Shabbat dinner that one of the leading Pharisees has invited Jesus to. and so And Jesus went. And so remember that in that culture, inviting someone over for dinner was a big deal. Like you were connecting yourself to that person. You were relating to that person. You were putting your reputation on the line by who you were dining with. And you were were inviting other people to use your reputation for them as well. It was the way that culture worked. I mean, it kind of of still works in our instances today, right, In, in many areas. But, and so this is where we're at. We are in this setting with Jesus sitting around a table with all these Pharisees, the leading Pharisee, probably the Pharisee of the the synagogue or one of them, uh, or even maybe a leading Pharisee from Jerusalem. This could have been Nicodemus. We don't know. Um, And so we have this this context here and Jesus is continuing to, to tell them parables about eating and dining and associating and relating with other people. And so this is where we get to that place. Um, so the parable continues. And so just to kind of frame, <laughs> frame this banquet, just right off the bat, I'm not going to bury the lead. Um, we are talking, you know, Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God. The banquet that Jesus is referring to, the large banquet, the large dinner, this is, this is a word for like the biggest banquet you could find, like a wedding feast of some sort, like even, maybe even bigger than that. Just a giant party is what Jesus is referring to here? Is the kingdom of God not your typical dinner, like, like even Shabbat? Um, but it's interesting to note, just as a transitionary point, that the word "de" in, is, is used in the, in the Greek, and this is a transitionary moment. He said, kind of like, "But when." So it wasn't translated here in this passage, but in verse fifteen, that very first word, "when," there's a word missing there. It's actually "but then," but you know, "but when." one of those reclined at the table with him heard these things he said to him almost it almost kind of seems as like this reply it's it's this shifting gears this theological juke or this uh, you know this this uh, stick and move he's he's changing the subject by bringing up a grand statement you know kind of like the the, the woman at the well you you know saying these things like oh yes we believe that that she, like, tries to change the subject, and she does it, like, three times, three or four times in that conversation with Jesus. People sometimes like to change this, the, the situation, change the conversation when it gets a little uncomfortable, right? Make grandiose things, like, I'm getting, getting kind of close to some truth there, some, some hard truth there that I'm trying to draw out, or something that you're missing, I'm trying to reveal it to you, and you change the subject. Or you, try to, or you back it up like, oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yes, I say this. Like Jesus said, you know, he's going to rise again to, you know, to Mary when he's talking about Lazarus. She's like, oh, yeah, I know. He'll, ri- he'll rise in the resurrection. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't miss this. That's why I came here today. I came to raise him from the dead. Don't miss the forest for the trees. I'm here to do this work today. And so this this guy tries to change the subject, and Jesus brings him right back in to this conversation. Um, and so our, our our point here this morning is is, is this: he's wrapping up this conversation, um, bringing it back to the least of these. He just talked about you know the the, the you know the what's called the the poor and the, and the lame and the blind and all that stuff in the, in the verse here before it. Um, and so Jesus continues to talk about what he, what he means here. So this is the basis of our time here this morning, is to cultivate your soil to enjoy God's kingdom banquet. Now I'm going to get to explain what I mean by cultivate your soil, which you probably remember my sermon if you were here a few months ago. Uh, but you can, go, you can go and find that on, on, our, on our website, uh, our, on our Vimeo. But cultivate your soil. Get your heart and your mind and your spirit and your body ready. Cultivate your life in such a way that you can enjoy God's kingdom banquet. As we see our, our time here this morning with these guys, what, the overall gist of this passage is that the host here um, invites people, you know, in, in our parable here, we're, we're going to go into our parable, the host here invites people who make dumb excuses. Excuses. Like obvious excuses, like I've got to organize my my sock drawer. <coughs> I'm sick, you know. You know, or these different things, just different excuses. They're they're obvious, and it's yes, almost like they're, they're intentionally know. being insulting. They're trying to intentionally be obvious. The host is invited. Um, there, there's a subtext here that shows that he's invited these people and that there has been an RSVP. Oftentimes they'll send word to someone and invite them and then they'll return you know, return their investment in saying yes or no, RSVP today, right? I'm going, I'm not coming. RSVP to a wedding, RSVP to a party, right? Um, and so basically they have all responded, I'm coming. That's why we get to the context here. He says... Now, he, said, he sent his servant to tell them, all the people who were invited and responded, yes, come now, it's ready. Come now. now, now is the time, now is the day. And all of them, one by one. Basically, canceling at this point was overtly an insult. Right. You said you were coming. Your word said, I'm coming. Right. And so each of these people are breaking their word. The 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 phrase here, um, you, know, I, you know, I ask you to excuse me. It's like basically like saying, you know, please accept my apologies, right? Um, except for the third guy. The third guy doesn't even apologize. He's like, well, obviously I can't because I just got married, so obviously I can't come to your party. You know? There are the you know, and so basically let's talk about the parable, like you know, because parables have a deeper meaning than just. This, you know, Jesus has not you know talk to them about specifically this guy that it really exists this is a story to tell a point right what is the point these jews the jewish leaders the the, these religious jews are rejecting the kingdom of god that jesus was offering to them the great banquet feast of the lamb which we'll get to later he was offering them the kingdom of god he's inviting them to the kingdom of god and each one of them is making excuses why they can't follow him why they can't Join God's big banquet. Jesus is basically saying, yes, indeed, those who accept and follow through on the invitation to attend the banquet, yeah, they're going to be blessed. Like the guy just even said, he's like, oh, blessed is the one who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Don't know why I went to that accent, but Okay. Okay. He's like, yes, those who come, those who accept the invitation and they come, oh yeah, they're going to be blessed. It's going to be an awesome time. This is, there's going to be like Facebook stories galore. This is going to be awesome. You know, what happens at this party doesn't stay at the party, it goes on Facebook. They're right. yeah. kind of like now with Las Vegas, you know, that used to be like, right. whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right. Now what happens in Vegas is posted on Instagram, yeah. it stays on Instagram, <laughs> He's like, yes, those who come will be blessed. This is going to be a party for the ages. But you probably won't be there. You'll probably be one of these ones making up a dumb excuse. All of us have weird excuses why we can't join into God's parties. When God is like, here's the good. Here's the blessing. Yes, indeed, they will be blessed. Blessed joyous, flourishing. And then we make up dumb excuses. Oh, I'd rather, I feel like this. Oh, I really, really want this instead. And God's like, what? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Are, you, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I, I, I want to I shift gears for just one second because I really want to read this that I got this morning, because it's one of my absolute favorite quotes that C.S. Lewis has ever done. He's basically saying that, you know, know, it's not that we are too passionate a people, but that we're not passionate people enough. But he says, we are all half-hearted creatures fooling around with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in the slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea we are far too easily pleased. We are far too easily settled with lesser things. It's not that we have too many passions. It's that we're not passionate enough for that which truly gives goodness and flourishing and good and joy. Brings the best life now, right? Right? that truly brings the kingdom of God because we're so easily bought into to making dumb excuses. But this is not the end. Jesus says, go quickly. The master of this banquet says, go quickly. The banquet's not over. He's not like, oh, they can't come. I guess I'm just gonna... Wrap up shop, you know. All right, let's, let's bring out the doggy bag, or let's, let's bring out the Pyrex and, and, and wrap this up and freeze it and save it. Let's can it and, let's, and preserve it for when people are, when it's convenient for everyone. Right? It is, the banquet's not over. It's simply postponed till they can get the house filled. They just invite new guests. Like it says here, in, uh, in in our passage well who does he invite he says go quickly into the streets and the alleyways and bring in here the poor the maimed the blind and the lame where do we see that verse 13 on the contrary when you host a banquet invite those who are poor maimed lame and blind so in our context here he's talking about in israel he's talking about the poor not just the financially poor this this word poor means like poor financially yes but poor in spirit poor in, in, like they say this is also encompassing sinners. People who have wandered away from God. The God of Israel who is supposed to be their God and be their king, they've wandered away because of the religious, oftentimes, because of the relig- re- religious leaders. These Jewish leaders that made it so hard and so difficult to get to God and to enjoy God by their own human laws and reg- re- rules and regulations that people just got fed up. They're like, I'm done. I'm done with God. If you make it this hard to get to Him, humans, because God makes it easy. Amen. God makes it easy to access Him. Yeah. He invites them. They come. Boom. It's easy. You are invited to the table of the Lord. There's no rules, no regulations, no hoops to jump through. You don't have to get your life right first and then come to Jesus. That's the hope of goodness of the gospel of Jesus. Amen. He's the one that cleans you up. Yeah. He's the one that shows you his goodness. He's the one that shows you his joy. And everything else is like, wait, are you to like that? Seriously? Like, this is so much better. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Although it's weird, but I've been starting to believe the lies a little bit here and there. And that's why I have gained back another 15, 20 pounds. Oh. <laughs> oh, <no worries. laughs> because I forgot the... The joy of, of feeling energy. And I, just, I went back to the, just dining in, on food and just snacking and sugar here and ice cream every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but it's like, I forgot the joy of self restraint. Yeah. And there's joy in not being too easily pleased with the mud piles. That kid, he has to say at one point, Okay, i got to stop doing the mud pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the holiday at sea, it's so much better. Oh, but the, that mud pie, there's like that weird connection. Like, oh, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed those mud pies. It's all I had. <coughs> versus like, over here, I'm making sandcastles at the beach. Really? I used to make mud pies in the gutter? Yeah. That's like the difference of enjoying a Big Mac that's been sitting in the gutter for a week versus a filet mignon steak that's <laughs> yes. been spoke, smoked by yours truly. But this this element of these are the people that bring in the least of these, bring in the ones who can't give you anything in return because that's what God does. Amen. Welcome into the kingdom of God those who can't do it themselves because none of us can. It's God's invitation that brings us in. It's God's goodness that invites us in. It God, it's God's glory and his beauty that draws us in to his joy. Into his light. These are those who are least in Israel, those who are outside the camp, who can't worship the Lord and don't usually enjoy fellowship with the righteous and the holy. <laughs> You know, those who are the self-righteous who basically believe and everyone else believes that they believe that they're too good for everyone else, that they're too holy, they're too righteous to have access to. This is Jesus appealing to have compassion on the least of these. But what happened? He said, my house will be filled The servant came back and said, well, there's still room. He's like, I am determined. I will fill my house. I will fill my house. This is, again, like I said, this is a big banquet. There's still room. And this shows the openness of of God's grace to all people, to everyone. This is why the theme of our entire Luke series that we've been in for over a year now is that Jesus is for everyone. Jesus is for everyone, no matter if you think they deserve it or not. Jesus says they are. Because why? Because I chose them. I decided that they were good enough. I decided that they were beautiful enough. Why? Because I saw what you didn't. Jesus is for everyone. Jesus will say later on in, in Luke chapter, chapter 19, which we'll get to in a few years. Um uh, <laughs> just good. <kidding. laughs> <laughs> He says, I came to seek and to save those who were lost. And who is lost? All All of us. That's everyone. That's me. That's you. The best of Israel have been invited. Best, asterisk. And they rejected it. So he's saying, let's invite the sinners and the broken. And the, and the servant's like, oh, cool. Yeah, they're all here. Like, all right, uh, cool. Now what? There's still room. Now, let's go further. Let's go to the highways and the byways to the country roads and the boondocks. Let's go to the... Let's go to Let's go to Belgrade. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Estelle. <laughs> Still, let's go invite everyone, and who is the everyone? Oh, who is the us? us! Oh, yes. If you're not a Jewish person, that's you. That's right, <laughs> amen. That's me, Mr. German Dutch guy here. We are all the everyone else. We were the ones from the highways and the byways and the country roads. <laughs> <laughs> We were the ones that Jesus said, now go everywhere. This is Acts 1-8 to his teeth. Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, to the ends of the earth. Go everywhere. We are part of that to the ends of the earth. That commission has been fulfilled because we've heard the gospel and have believed. And we are here worshiping that Jesus. Amen. You're here worshiping God himself. Amen. Because of the word of their testimony go and what it? say? Persuade them, compel them. It says, it's a little bit more strong in here. He says, um, and make them come in. You know, not, not, not by force. He's not like, you know, like, you know, shh, 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 get in there now. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, come on, you gotta come, man. You gotta come. Come on, man. Grab my hand. This I'm is so hand. good. The pulled pork is so good. We just had pulled pork last night. Oh, so good. Oh. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for the new covenant. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Persuade them, beg them, get on your hands and knees, please. I don't, I'm going to probably just completely botch the quote, but Spurgeon is known for saying, "If if heaven be filled, let it be filled basically by our by over our dead bodies. Oh. Let it be. Fi- you know, let the people in there." have their, tor- their clothes torn because we are pulling and yanking at them trying to not let them go there to destruction. Right. Let, the, let the, the ground be smudged with our knees from being dragged along because we are begging and pleading, compelling people not to choose a life away from God. An eternity separated from God. A life that, that leads to perishing versus eternal life. Um, this is so much better. We don't want to go to McDonald's. Let's go to University Burger, please. Isn't Heaven is so much better. <laughs> Eternity is so much better than destruction. Yeah. So much better than hell. Yeah. Here's the thing. God said, my house will be filled. My house... Will be that's he, he is saying, God is saying, this is my house. Amen. And I want to fill it. Why? Because God is determined to bless people. Amen. God is determined to bless as many people as possible. And it's our job not to get in the way. Yeah. God wants to bless people. And here's the thing. With God, this is why God created us. God created us because our presence... We'll be will be a blessing to God. That's the very purpose God created us, was to have a relationship with him and to be a blessing to him simply by our presence with him. This is why God desires us to pray. Prayer is being in God's presence, entering into the throne room of grace, entering into his presence to, excuse me, to bless him, to glorify his, his name, to glorify his identity, to bless him, because he receives that blessing. He's willing to receive that blessing. And what does he say? He has called you worthy to give him that blessing. And he blesses us in return. Amen. Even just simply by his presence, he is a blessing to us. As we are a blessing to him, and he is a blessing to us, and then we're blessing him. It's this back and forth cyclical thing. Hospitality. Now, I don't know if you know much about hospitality, but hospitality is a lot of work. <laughs> um, it takes a lot of effort to host a banquet. Lots of uh, effort and, and things. Uh, you know, Emily and I got the chance to, to help with this. this. So this was the first, this is the largest event that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and so planning a, the 406 United uh, fundraiser banquet, uh, dinner and, and, uh, and fundraiser, con- concert preview deal, Oh, which I guess ended up being a concert preview. Anyway. Maybe later. <laughs> but through this thing, through this banquet, we smoked a bunch of pork and chicken and did all the, the fixings and got all the tables set up and the table settings and everything going on. We raised $16,000 over this, the course of this banquet. It was a lot of work. And I should have brought Emily in far sooner. <laughs> but here is the result. We funded completely this filming. This was the filming the, this last Thursday, Friday. This was, this was Friday. We completed this filming of all the songs, wide shots, closed shots, with a professional guy that actually records most of the videos that we watch. Oh, wow. Quite a few of the videos that we watch, he recorded us. Mm-hmm. And so this, was, this is going to be really It's going to be awesome, guys. I saw some of the footage. It looks really sweet. <laughs> but so was, it was the ability to do that. So was it worth the effort? Yes. Yes. The okay, effort okay. was well worth it to put it together. Because the end product is going to be amazing. And like other, other instances of hospitality. Putting together Passover feast. This was Passover this last year. That, uh, that Bryce, and, uh, my buddy, First Baptist Church in Livingston invited me to. Because uh, we, we had them over the year before. And then he invited us over to his house. And there was a lot of prep work. There was a lot of organization that went into it. Especially in like you know, something like a Passover Seder type thing. And so all these things, there, there's a lot of these logistics and organization and, and preparation and work that goes into it, and, and even the cleanup. Even the cleanup is, is difficult. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> 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 the last supper. Funny. This is good. But <laughs> <laughs> Dinners. You know, but it's amazing, like, the way that you can enjoy the cleanup is to Remember. This is one of my, is, I say it's one of my favorite parts when I think about it. Uh, one of my favorite parts when I think about it is to clean up, because while I'm cleaning up, I'm thinking and remembering, looking back after the, all the, the people have left, like last night, just sitting there after our friends had left and just enjoying the memories of, of, the, of them coming. You know, enjoying the, and, and processing through like the different conversations that we had, the different times that I felt blessed, the different times that I, I felt like I blessed them. We think about the blessings of the evening. It is an immense blessing to host a dinner. Yep. Okay. To host a meal. Mm-hmm. To host a gathering. Mm-hmm. A Seder or, or something to that extent. A, a party. To host a party. Maybe a lot of work. But it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to this. concept of cultivating your soil, not excuses, like the rest of these guys. To go back to the original statement, uh, the guy made, you know, blessed is the one. All receive the invitation. It's not, like I said, it's not those who receive the, the initial invitation that would be blessed, but those who receive the invitation and follow through to make the effort to show up. Do you have a good amount of show up in you? to show up for God's kingdom, to show up for one another, to show up in prayer, to spend time with God in relationship, to spend time with one another in relationship. It doesn't have to be a big group. It be like a couple. Hey, you, you, you come over. Or, or a single person. You know, hey, come over for dinner. Or hey, let's go meet for coffee. These, these small meetings, these, these times can be such an, an opportunity for blessing that God can use to transform our lives. These groups or these one-on-ones relationships now why do i keep saying cultivate your soil here it is this parable goes back to the parable of the soil you know oftentimes called the seed and the sower parable right but that we, as we learned a few months ago that it's actually the parable of the soil like jesus is appealing to them to cultivate your soil um, to how you receive the seed by the hand of the sower the same reasons. Listen, listen, you know, look at look at the parallels between this passage and that one. The same reasons the soils were unproductive are the same excuses that keep them out of the banquet. You know, the soil is how do you receive that invitation, and then the fruit as it grows up and then you enjoy it. You, the, you enjoy the banquet is how do you respond then to that invitation that Jesus is basically saying, yeah, this guy, you know, they're going to be blessed, but you, you're probably not going to be one of them. you will probably make up some dumb excuse and not be there anyway. Inviting the poor in spirit, the maimed, lame, blind, is what Jesus has been doing his entire ministry up to this point. He's been saying, hey, there is a great banquet going on right now. And I keep trying to invite the guys who are invited, but they keep making up dumb excuses. So, every, so the woman at the well, in, in, you know, by the, in the Samaritan woman by the well, she's one that was on the highways and the byways, the poor, the lame, the blind, and was invited, and she received the invitation. Nicodemus was invited, he received the invitation. Matthew, Mark, John, James, all these different guys, the, 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 the demoniac. They received the invitation and they received it and went. And they're enjoying the kingdom of God. So, this parable is a living parable. It's, it, it existed back then and it's still today. Still here today. Luke is writing to a world in the middle of this great banquet. They've been invited to come in, but those who were invited made excuses and been left out. But God is still patient. God is still patient. With them, with us, with you. But here's the thing. He does not operate on your time. Only on <laughs> right? right? He's patient. He's patient, but he's not going to wait for you. He's not going to wait on you in order for him to accomplish what he desires to do in this world. So if you want in, get your butt in. If you want in, if you want to enjoy the kingdom... Get in. Say yes. If you want to enjoy the blessings of hospitality, do it. Being on mission with him to further the kingdom of God, get in. How do we respond to this passage this morning? Well, first and foremost, are you in? Have you said yes and proclaimed your faith and pledged your full allegiance in Jesus Christ? Have you said yes? to the kingdom of God, not just, yeah, I'm in, as long as Jesus makes my life nice and flourishing and happy. Mm -hmm. Are you in? Have you said, God, you have all of me. Every single moment, every single day, you have all of me. You get to dictate my life, not me. You get to dictate my joy, not what I believe is my happiness. (laughs) Are you engaging in the things that are of God's kingdom? Things that manifest God's kingdom here on this earth? Things that, are, that bring God's kingdom near? Do you share your faith with your coworkers, with your friends, with your family? Do you share time with your family talking about the, the things of the Lord, encouraging one another in your faith? You don't, don't always have to be like bringing everyone else into your house. Maybe it's just on occasion, right? But how are you cultivating that culture within your family? Within your household of faith? Do you guys talk about Jesus? Do you guys pray together? Do you enjoy the things of God in your home? Men, are you leading your home to be households that know and love Jesus and the scriptures? And love one another? Are we bringing things that build and expand God's kingdom on the earth? Are we actually speaking the gospel? (laughs) <laughs> I always loved the the analogy of you know Frank, Saint Francis Frank, Frank <laughs> Saint Francis of Assisi who said you know this is infamously quoted as saying you know preach the gospel at all times and if necessary use words. It's like saying feed the homeless and if necessary use food. Oh, wow. like, people need to hear the good news <clears throat> of Jesus. They need to actually hear His name. Jesus is your hope. Jesus is your Joy, eternal life. God loved you so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross for your sins and raised from the dead so that you could also have eternal life and not perish, not be destroyed, but that you would have eternal life. That was the hope. That was the glory. That was the joy, was the promise of life eternal with him in his kingdom. Are we doing things that are manifesting God's kingdom? that are bringing God's kingdom near and building and expanding God's kingdom on earth. And then we need to press on. Keep the faith. Go through the trials. Go through the temptations. Go through the, the situations in life, the happenings of life, circumstances, and keep the faith. Take root. You know what I Consider it joy, my brothers, when you... Experience trials what of sp- so of specific kinds of this this kind this kind this kind no of various t- types Ex- you know consider it joy when you experience trials of many kinds for you know that in the testing of your faith it produces endurance to keep going keep in stride keep the faith run the race of life you might stumble get back up. I said the analogy of like, you know, the, uh, the hurdler you know, in the Olympics? You don't see, you ever see a hurdler running his heart out trying to win the Olympics and he, he knocks one over and he stops. He turns around and he goes, no, oh, I'm such a terrible runner. Oh, Olympic gods, forgive me. No, what does he do? He just keeps going. He made mistakes. He learns from it. He readjusts and he does it better the next time. There's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We're going to stumble. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do dumb things. Keep going. Keep running. Endure. Encourage one another to keep enduring. You're not defined by your mistakes. You're not defined by your stumblings. You're defined by Christ. And the goal, that is who you are. (coughs) Why? What is the goal? What is, the, what is the joy set before us? <coughs> it said, then I heard something like the voice of a vast multitude, like the sound of cascading waters and like the rumbling of loud thunder, saying, hallelujah, our Lord God, the Almighty reigns. Let us be glad, rejoice, and give him glory because the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has prepared herself. She was given fine linen to wear, bright and pure, For the fine linen represents the righteous acts of the saints, us, that's you. Then he said to me, write, blessed are those invited to the marriage feast of the lamb. He also said these words to me, I ain't lying. These words of God are true. This isn't even the the word of the voice of the angel. He said, these are the words of God. You're invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. (coughs) Show up. What does that look like? How do we cultivate our soil to enjoy God's kingdom banquet? At the end of all things, when all things are said and done, will you be there? Will you be there? Will you show up today to be there today? God invites us to his table this morning to remember his shed blood and his broken body on the cross. That's why we take communion. This is a reflection of the great banquet feast of the Lamb in his kingdom. When we partake of this, we are dining with Jesus. We are dining with with those in his kingdom across this world. Think about that. How many millions and millions of people this morning are partaking of this? Even those people that only do it every you know, every once a quarter on fifth Sundays. This is the fifth Sunday. We're joining with millions more this morning to celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb of God who takes away your sins and my sins. That is the goal. That is the joy. That is the, the goal set before us. Let us run the race. Keep the faith. And bring others into that faith. To show them, hey, this is going to be an epic party, y'all. This is an epic party. Come join the party. Come join in the relationships. Come join in the fellowship. Come join in the goodness of our God. Come and be blessed by the creator God of the universe. And turn and give that blessing away to others. That is the joy of our salvation. Jesus is the joy of our salvation. He is better than anything else in this world. So cultivate your soil. How are you receiving this message this morning? Cultivate your soil to enjoy God's kingdom banquet. Jesus, we thank you for your banquet. (coughs) We thank you for the invitation, God, that you gave us to your banquet. God, we pray this morning that you would fill our spirit with joy. With a recognition that you are with us, that you love us and that your desire, your desire is for us. You are for us, not against us, Lord. That you invite us to your banqueting table. Lord, inspire us, God, to show up. Show us your goodness. That we may turn and be gracious and thankful, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for hosting a banquet in the first place. Thank you for setting out the table before us that we may eat in your presence, that we may feast in your presence, that we may be with you where you are in your kingdom today. That we may take that that blessing and share it with others, God. That we may be your servants going out into the highways and byways, inviting them to the table of the Lord, inviting everyone to this great feast called faith. That we may show your goodness to this world. And that we may share in that goodness together. We thank you, God, for being with us. God, go with us as we, as we take this message here this morning into our lives and into, into your world. May your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen. Amen.